A one two, a one two, a one two, yeah. Uh. I think we ready. I think we ready. Turn me up in the headphones like I'm rapping. Say. One two, one two. Yes, indeed. Oh yeah. Are we on? Is this thing recording? I think it is. What's up, everybody? Uh. TrueSchool.com, you already know what it is, the True School Podcast on Fridays, you know the vibes. Check out TrueSchool.com for all your Bay Area events, TrueSchoolTV.com for all your hip-hop video content, whether it's music videos, live interviews, podcasts, what you want, we got it, TrueSchoolTV.com, tell a friend to bring a friend, you know the vibes, we in here, Ren the Vinyl Archaeologist. And Unlearn the World. Unlearn the World, yours truly, we got Dreamville Steph in the building, manning or personing the controls. I got to be hyper-woke and politically correct. <laughs> I got Steph stepping the controls. We're just going to make it specific to you. You're stepping the controls. So uh, we've, we've taken a little break. We did. We took a hiatus. You know what I mean? Is that what they call what it? What you been up to? Everything, bro. Like, everything. I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not as, as blessed and highly favored to be in Hawaii surfing on turtles. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, 
<laughs> is it illegal? I don't know if it's illegal. Um, no, but no, I've been I just been grinding in the name of hip hop, man. Just hip hop education work, a lot of hip hop education work, assemblies, workshops. Shout out to San Jose. They treated me with nothing but love. I spent the whole day there. I was just telling Steph the story about I did a keynote address and then a workshop in the morning for this uh this young men's conference, mm-hmm. and then my computer died and I had a presentation to do later on that evening. Mm-hmm. So I had to drive all the way back home, get my brand new computer, bring it back down to the to the uh, San Jose Public Library. Where we were doing a beat making and mm. DJing workshop. Nice. Um, so yeah, shout out to San Jose for that opportunity a couple of weeks ago. You know, we had the holidays and all of that, so people were overeating and and, and enjoying family. Oh yeah, you had to, you had to, uh, a little gathering. Little gathering, little little. You know, what I'm saying something light like uh, my my little uh, hookah and hip hop thing that I've been trying to do forever. You know, what uh-huh. I'm saying a couple of people pulled up, came through. We had some lovely uh, assorted fruit hookah. Tobacco and nicotine free, just molasses, so you could just taste it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, you know, but it, yeah, it, it, it was, okay. it was, you know, I cooked the bird. I always cook nice. the bird. You nice. know what I'm saying? Get the get the bird going. I put that in the oven. Um, and yeah, I've been, just been working on new music, man. I got a show in Sacramento. My final show of the decade, which sounds crazy, is gonna be opening up for Ghostface Killer in Sacramento. So I'm excited Dope. about that. We got wax tripping later on this month. We got nice. Um, a couple other things, but I think those are the those are the main things. What about you? What's, what's, going on layover what, what's, I, I'm chilling yeah to, hello today, stranger tonight, yeah tonight you know the mean? layover first Friday everybody blessing highly favored in the town town business Oakland yeah we got the new cookie store right across the street from Bandcamp yeah, there's, there's a big line, line outside the door I don't even know why what is going on they're giving out free stuff and we're gonna talk about how, how, how dope a look that is for dope era right next door to it that's gonna be like incredible in terms right. of just foot traffic it's, yeah I thought it was a line for dope era that's like Mr. Fab playing the long game <laughs> like I'm gonna just mm. be on this storefront for mm. Five years until mm-hmm. Cookies comes through and mm-hmm. makes it a hot area. You know what I'm saying? But we, uh, we got the bro with us. Representing so Alphabet Rockers. Representing Felonious. Representing uh, Antique Beat Soul. Oh, my God. Antique what? Antique Naked, Antique Antique naked, naked Soul. Soul. Part of so many collectives. So many talented collectives. Man of many talents. Many yeah. wonders. You know what I mean? He's an actor. All the things. Grammy nominated. Yeah. Right? Two-time Grammy Two-time nominated. Two-time Grammy nominated. We in the presence of greatness. Yep. Let's give it up for that black excellence one time for the one time. Mic on. You know what I mean? My brother Tommy, a.k.a. Sola T. Is he in here? Let me turn your mic up. Make sure people hear you. One, two, one, two. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. I hope they can hear you. I don't even know which one that is, but <laughs> I like I lit them all up. Hey, now. All right. All I lit right. them all up for him. Maybe that one? Tap Try on that one. Tap on it. Okay. Can you tap on it? Tap on the microphone. Yeah, that's microphone too. I'm gonna bring you up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just, right. There oh, we go. Yeah. Myself. yeah. Just yeah. talking to the microphone. There we go. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. We sounding all right. We good. All right. How you feeling, sir? Oh, very good. It's very been a minute. Good. It's been a minute since I've seen you. Yes. Actually, indeed. I was just thinking about you the other day because I think the last time I saw you, we were at uh, it was some sort of like not conference, but it was like a where we were tabling. You guys were performing. Yes. Uh, Alphabet Rockers was performing. Hip Hop for Change was tabling right next to you guys. Yes. I think that was the last time I saw yeah. you, and that just, just, uh, I got the email just again this week. So I was like, oh shit, you know what I mean? So um, <laughs> right. You so know what? Was that the last week. time, or was it the was, it, was it that uh, day party that we did? It might have been. Whoa. What day party? Word. <laughs> was that my day? My days run around. So no, that was a daybreaker day party mm-hmm. that yeah. I I was performing at. Um, I usually I used to host them, um, and then they brought you know they brought. Was Tommy. that the yoga thing? 
Yeah, yeah, they yep. do yoga like at five o'clock in the morning, yep. and then at seven o'clock they turn up, and it's like you know two hundred, three hundred people. Yeah, man. at uh, at it's a club. A you know, <laughs> at a club. Which, having, which club? Um, what Dang, is it? What Beauty and pro- love and propaganda in oh, San Francisco, wow. right yeah. in downtown. Yeah, right in downtown. So they started out at like six a.m. with yoga, mindful practices, all of that, and then seven a.m. is complete turn up chaos. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like live a club music. In there at yeah, seven a.m. It's it, you wow. know, and it's no you know coffee. They got like all the woke stuff, granola bars, it was packed, all the things pe- like pe- people come out. Yo, hundreds of people. It's not even. It's not a joke. Like yeah. there's like at least four hundred people are in there. Dang. You know what I'm saying? And okay. they and I I think they just they did they just did some did some power move. I'll look it up later. Um, but yeah, shout out to the Daybreaker squad, man. They're doing a lot of big things, uh, doing parties all over. You know, I had the privilege of hosting. That's actually the first place where I met uh, the legendary late great Pam the Functress. Um, she was DJing the first party that I hosted about uh, 2016. It was about three years ago. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, what you been up to, sir? A lot of things is going on in your life. Let me let me yeah. let me hear what's new. Um, <laughs> yeah, really, just uh, on this train of. Uh, you know the path to woke, yep. the path to healing. Yeah, uh, there we go. Doing it in a way that is, uh, you know, good for my family, my community, for all of us. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, you know. So you know, we we are we're almost uh, artistic twins. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, way yeah. We yeah. Get down. Explain. Uh, tell me more. Tell me more. Well, tell me you more. You know, just uh, as I grew up and learned the world. Here we go. Uh, you know, I understood that it all need to be unlearned. Here we go. And then I meet this artist after all this time. Hey, what's uh-huh. up, Caitlin? After all this time, and like I, I meet you, and your name is Unlearn the World. I'm Bingo. Like, wow, that's kind of dope. Bingo. Then I heard you perform, and you know, we just got a lot of a lot of uh, uh, stuff in common. Yeah, and a lot of folks in common. My man, MC Infinite. You remember just, you? Just well, you remember when also. you guys met? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was at Zoo Labs. Was I think it I, 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 I think it was 100% at Zoo Labs. Oh, I was I have a different story. I thought oh, okay. It, uh, oh, it might have been Boom Boom, boom Room. room. <laughs> yeah, cuz no, okay, yeah, so well, the first time we like met one on one. I think you oh, met okay, we met right. as part of you were we performing actually, yeah, with we Antique Naked Soul, which was amazing. And that was yeah. dope, but then the first time like you and me just kind of like vibed, I think we were at Zoo Labs. Zoo I was Labs. getting my album mixed. Um, with the with the legendary Chris Keys who had a room there, yes. and um, I think you guys were were there putting together your yep. project under under your residency. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We can talk about that in a little bit. Um, yeah, but that's you know that was years ago. You know what I'm saying? And it, just to see that the growth, you as an artist, mm-hmm. you guys as a collective, you know where we we've come so far. Yeah, I mean we've I've known so Tommy for like 20 years. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, it'll you be like yeah. when I first started True School, Felonius was the first band. There we go. Yeah, you know, and we, we were are, just. <laughs> we were the last one to hang on to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> last of the Mohicans out here, you know. <laughs> Ever changing city, you know. Y'all remember Maritime Hall? Is that? Yeah. Maritime yeah. Hall. I only bring that up because I was literally just while we speaking about beatboxes, I just met Rozelle on oh, Sunday. Word up. You know what I'm saying? And they were all. It was him and Kevy Kev doing their OG talk about Maritime Hall, like back in my day, like <laughs> you know what I mean. But you weren't here yet. No, I was almost literally like physically on earth. I wasn't here yet. Like, oh. the 90s? Like, I'm I mean, 80s, it was dude, still just, around when we, right. in, back in, in the late 90s. But when was Maritime Hall like hot, hot? When it was like popping? Like, yeah, you man, had to be there. 99, 2000. Okay. Yeah, man. That's where yeah, it was. Yeah, I was just getting out of high school. I was Raucous young, snotty era. Kid. era. 
Yeah, okay, man, yeah. When, Lyricist I first, Lounge. when I first moved here, I think around 90, like late 97, 98 is when okay. it was really, really popular. You was, you was selling records on Telegraph like everybody else? <laughs> trying to. <laughs> trying to. Trying to get into the show. I remember as soon as I got here, De La Soul was playing at Maritime, and it was like, bam, and then Rockets came, and bam, it was like, yep. That was, was a good era. So that was I a good met, era, hip-hop. So I met Topper and the crew. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, Yeah, what else? So we want to welcome Caitlin. Caitlin, Hello. how are you? Tarday to the yes, party. Yes, happy Friday. <laughs> We're just getting started. Okay, yeah. good, good. Yeah, happy Friday to you. How are you feeling? Oh, I feel good. All right, all right. Looking like you fresh off the private jet. What, you got this Tiffany's bag with you? That's right. A little it's shopping? It's little, um, little T's birthday. A little shop- what? Oh, okay. so happy birthday. What? She had to hook it up a little bit late because uh, that's what you do when you have kids. You know what I'm saying? Behind. Everything. Mm-hmm. Except for them. Yes. Except for them. Because so. they will they will never forget it. Caitlin is a new mother. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Boy or girl? Uh, well, the baby is born a girl, so. Okay. We believe in gender Gender evolution. fluidity? Yeah, so There we go. But we, uh, her name's Jasmine. Okay, congratulations yeah. on you. that. That's beautiful. It's a beautiful yeah. thing, you know? Um, yeah, sure. All right, all right. Sagittarius season in the building. Okay. That's right. You know, that's right. Alphabet rockers in the I building. She came through with Tiffany yeah, her colored bags. Was actually... Monday. Oh my God! There we go. All I'm right, there you go. To the end. This is definition. Yeah, I know your moon risings and all of that, yes, like other yes. woke stuff. Okay, cool. What is? What's... Mine's Virgo moon. Okay. And Leo rising, which is so true. Wow. I'm always I have like... absolutely no idea what oh. any of that means, but <laughs> yeah. I just know I'm a double Scorpio, and I just I, I uh, know hey, that. I hate when people when you tell somebody your sign, they go, "Ooh, I'm well, scared you know of what? you." Scorpio right? sounds like like a Sith, you know, just like. No, it's so like yeah, we're, I'm, we're petty and we sting people. That's exactly. I mean, yeah. the, the, the rumors are true. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not running well, away from that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna die on that hill. Um, yeah, but yeah, talk to me about Alphabet Rockers. You guys, you guys, we are we are kind of in the similar work, right? We were just talking about similar pathways, right? Alphabet Rockers. You guys have been around for how long? As a as a collective, as a it's group. going on twelve years, but we 12 will say years. ten years for like ten years. Okay, you know what I mean. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Until I, like I didn't even know that it was you know? that long. Wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so you yeah. guys have been providing like hip hop education, but. What you do is, is a very unique brand of hip-hop education. For you sure. are giving kids license and faculty to write their own songs and to help write That's songs, right. getting them in the studio, doing performances with the kids. You know what I'm saying? You guys do assemblies. It's it, I've, I've seen I've seen your work for a while. I've respected it from afar. I've respected it up close. Um, just, How did it get started? Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to... The origin story. I need that's to... A, that's a the origin story. story. Way back. <laughs> back in the days when I was young, I'm not. A... Okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so yeah, how did you no, guys get started? I mean, it really started because uh, I felt like hip hop was an equity tool, and the classrooms where kids are not getting seen or understood by their educators, because we're still mostly white educators, right? Exactly. So what happens is when you put on a song that a kid feels themselves centered in, or they sense themselves, their learning explodes in the classroom, and suddenly teachers would be like, "Oh, I never knew." that this kid was so brilliant exactly and that's like on them right so then you're like okay Mm. but (laughs) we felt like what's possible with um like really blowing up hip-hop in that way for the classroom Mm -hmm. and have it be authentically hip-hop and not you know these the rhymes are not hip-hop right right so you can't just create a rhyme and put on some bogus beat and call that hip-hop which i think happens a lot in um children's media because for some reason people think young people don't know the difference but 
that's like yeah, not we, really we, culturally. Yeah, we underestimate kids. They, they are a lot smarter than we project them to be. Yeah, and their They're hearts are already from the origins of the universe. You know? So exactly. they got they deserve all that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? All you, did, all you did was turn your hat to the side. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but we're introducing people who are who are unaware of, of what For we call sure. culturally responsive hip hop pedagogy. Right? Hey, now, like the idea go. of teaching kids, bring, meeting them where they're at with a culture and a, and a form of expression they already identify with, and then giving them, like I was saying before, the faculty and the vocabulary to express themselves yeah. and and to and to use that as a vehicle for them to learn other things, whether it's geography, history, whatever the case right. is. You know what I'm saying? So, and you guys have been nominated for two Grammys. Congratulations two Grammys. for that. Thank Thank you. Flex alert. That Bring was it to Oakland. Funny. Come on. You know what I'm saying? I, I know. <laughs> you're like, yo, Oakland be cheating when it comes to the Grammys. Like, I know so many, like, just right. like literally, matter of factly, just walking through the street, just meeting people and knowing people. I know at least three or four people who've been nominated for Grammys. Right? Oh, word? Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, you got Los Racas, right? They were nominated yeah, okay. for Grammys. Yeah. You guys have been nominated for Grammys. Yeah. I mean, pretty much everybody out of Zoo Labs, y'all yeah. motherfuckers have been nominated for Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, people who are being nominated or being considered for nominated. Nominations, like you know, yeah. what I'm saying we have a lot of people out here on the Grammy yeah, board. James so you know, this year, yeah, in, exactly. You know, what I'm yeah. saying like there's so much talent in the Bay Area. There's so many people who who know who are, are really doing the work in terms of just not only artistry and creativity, but then also bringing that back to the next generation and 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 utilizing their platforms responsibly. And that's something that I've always appreciated about everything um, that that is being done out here. You so know, how'd you guys meet? Me and Tommy, we met through Felonious. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, you know, do you remember the beatboxer Rapparetta? Did you go, yes. Ren, or were you? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so we were in the audience together, probably, and uh -huh. mind's blown. I was there like, who go. are these kids, yeah. right? <laughs> like, it there was the go. best theater I'd ever seen, and um, I had just moved to the Bay, and actually... They and where had, are you from originally? I'm from Boston originally. Okay, there you go. So we actually all moved around the same time and to San Francisco. And where are you Francisco. from originally? Uh, L.A. L.A., there we go, L.A., yeah. Boston, and so New when, York, yes. New York. We're, she's from LA, right? Steph's from LA. Okay. Hi. Yeah. We're a bunch of transplants. Forgive us, it. Oakland. I know. I know. <laughs> we can't but even. But we try to make we it. So much love, and we've been here for exactly. so long. Exactly. I think yeah. At a certain point, you have to get that's that you have a card, right? Like the, your Oakland card. At, at at a certain point, your yeah. Bay Area card hits in about like year fifteen. Been here more than 15. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you start remember venues that used to be that no longer are. Like the are. Justice League, come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Storyville. Wow, what's what I'm right. Last Day Saloon. Last day saloon. <laughs> See, I know nothing about any of this. I'm, I'm very... I moved out here... No, I literally... I moved out here in 2003 the first time, right? And I never came to Oakland because everybody in my circle at the time was, was like, Oakland's like hell and you should never go. And it was like... Yeah. So and it wasn't until like I moved back again permanently like in 2012 2013 that I started coming to Oakland I was like yo this is like the lost city of Atlantis like where where have all you know what I'm saying where all the POC people that I've been missing and feeling awkward not having around me are now here and they all rap and they all do artistry stuff and education stuff and everything oh. that I was tapped into so I just appreciate did you, Oakland did you on question that question who was telling you not to roll through there my ex-wife <laughs> that's a whole different conversation right. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? But and yeah. I remember my friend from New York was visiting here and she was, I was living in San Francisco. It must have been 2009 or something. And she was like, Caitlin, can you please just show me some healthy black community? Like, what is San Francisco? Right. And I was like, let's go to Oakland. Let's go. Exactly. <laughs> so I was like, exactly. Right. Okay, so, but the origin story. Yeah, yeah origin story. Oh. Caitlin was working for the Academy. Oh, okay. that's the Grammys. Okay, yes. there we go. See? Hey, yeah. God damn. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I was producing an event, and I was like, I got an alphabet rockers had already been like percolating. Right? Okay. And so I was like, I gotta get the felonious guys involved with alphabet rockers. And I was like, hey, so y'all want to come do this Grammys event? And they were like, yes, let's do it. So they came out and blew that event out of the water. Okay. And then I was like, who wants to get down with alphabet rockers? And Tommy was like, I'll do it. He had, I think Tommy was about to be born. Yeah, Lil so, T. Yeah, hadn't even Lil been T. born yet. I was like, yeah, let's do some kids. Yeah, there you were. We were at the <laughs> like Leland Avenue doing street fairs together. Whole Foods, San Francisco. We would do anything wow. to present this work. Nice. In the produce section, just... Why not? <laughs> you know real, how it is. I mean... Paying dues. You can sell them out of your trunk. Paying you can... dues, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Hey, when I started throwing parties, you were performing, and we were in this dive bar that was like a transvestite, you know, <laughs> uh, dive bar in, on Polk Street. That's the spot. You know, we, we, we were just trying to, we were just trying to, you know, just yeah. young kids put, put, trying put to make some, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah get it, you know what I'm saying? It, I literally, right. I literally have just transitioned out of the dive bar scene, so I'm just like, you know, like. You know, just, but you know what? <laughs> if you don't know what that's about, then when you come back down. And you were like, can I please perform here again? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's, it's the very... same thing. It's just with your children's music. You know, it might be, let's start at the library and forget the library. But no, the librarians, like, are so... Like, we ended up finding out, especially when our music got real, mm-hmm. we could tell when we walked in the door of a library if somebody was about that life. Right. So, like, we were in San Francisco last year, and the librarian was, like, honoring the native land with us, and then was like, here's what we're about to do in literacy, around racial literacy in our community. And we were like, we're just here to reflect you. Yeah. Versus the other way around. Exactly. So, like, now it's not like, oh, let's bypass the library and go perform at the Paramount. It's like, we want to be in the community that's already about what it is. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah, you, totally. You know, the show, the you can put the spotlights on Alphabet Rockers, but when you do, it better be because it's in your heart. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And that's, that's incredible. That was 12 years ago. Yeah. And you guys <laughs> now. Yeah. So. So two now, nominations and two babies. I know. That's, that's what I'm trying babies, to be like, Whoa. Two Grammy nominations later, you guys are still out here doing yeah. it, just getting busy. I keep hearing the, the, the Zoo Labs uh, reference. Yes. You know, you mentioned yeah. it a few times. I want to know more about the residency and, and what Zoo Labs is all about. Well, like, how did you, like, what made you guys say, okay, we need to be part of, we need to do this to take it to the next level? Like, what was the, what was the conversation or the catalyst to bring it to that point? Uh... It was really, it was what was currently happening. It was an action uh. that we needed to take because we were we hit a wall. Right, know? right, right. And we knew that we could do, do what we have always done and climb that wall, or we could figure out how to get a sledgehammer. There or, you go. <laughs> or a vault. <laughs> exactly. And then for those who don't know, Zoo Labs is a music accelerator program. They take in residencies. They provide you with resources and right. connections and all of that. And just kind of give you strategy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In a nutshell, bro, it's yeah. like they make you, they, they give you the freedom and the vocabulary and the faculty. <laughs> yep, faculty. To um, really transfer your mindset from starving artist to startup. Like they, mm. they right. really and they also give you a dope ass studio so now you're not recording in right. your kitchen, yeah, right? So you're not a starving <laughs> you're not you, you lose that notion of yeah. being a starving artist and you really feel like 
you're an entrepreneur. And yeah, we you, go from like co-stars to business partners. So yeah, suddenly go. like, let's analyze the financials together. And, and, you know, I remember when we started, it was like, I was doing all of that stuff. Yeah. And then it was like, no, let's do it together so we can use our brilliance together. And you can, we can build what that is as we go. You don't need to have a business degree. Right. You don't need to have already done it a million times. You just need the opportunity to dialogue on it. I exactly. Think. And so how much more fun is it now when we look at marketing, it's not like, let's try to sell CDs. It's like, let's try to share our story. Totally. Mm. And so that's transformed how we talk about everything. And it's also like, who's our audience? What do they want from us? Not what do we want to put on them? Exactly. It's like, it's a dialogue, everything. Every, and now tell me, were you, were you doing education work before Alphabet Rockers? Were you like in classes and, and yeah, doing all Yeah, with Felonius, we yeah. were, uh, we had a program that we were trying to jump off that okay. we would all go into a school one uh, in one day okay. um, and teach all five elements in like five different classes and then come Dope. and share what we would do at the end of the day with everybody. Uh, like we did how our bass player would go and do graffiti with the kids. Carlos nice. and I would go do beatboxing. Nice. Uh, Keith would go do some music stuff with them and singing and like and you know and then so then Dan would be rapping and so we put all that stuff together uh, Dope. and you know and, and, and tried to put that program and then we started doing it in duos and trios and then and all that stuff so as a teaching artist yeah since 98 just been kind of getting down and that's why it was another reason why we should right like, so you, why we got together so you were you were on the Grammy board but let's speak to your artistry prior to Alphabet Rockers like sure, what, yeah. what was your what was your path to artistry what were you working on prior to that yeah I did like a lot of uh kind of wild theater in San Francisco. It was the day okay. where you could find some really mm -hmm. out there plays. Okay. And I would be on those. <laughs> and then also singing and performing, writing music. Um, I had a wedding band for like 10 years. Okay. And so that's how I actually financed our first album. First two or three Because the wedding albums. money is real. It is. People <laughs> put the money down. The wedding money is real. And, Especially uh, if you can afford a wedding at this point in, yeah. in, in, in society. <laughs> and it's Bay Area. Like yeah. Yeah. You know? it, but yeah. it's also like singing in weddings when you get to choose your repertoire. And we were actually talking about this because he's going to do a jazz mafia show mm -hmm. uh, tomorrow. It's, what tonight. day is it? Tonight. It's okay, Friday. Yeah. And it's like, you know, there's such diverse music that you have to learn. Right. So you actually listen to music in a different way, which changes the way you write Absolutely. music. Because 100%. then you're like, oh, I see that person's like, what's in their kit? And like, can I bring that into this song? And so, yeah. And that Jazz Mafia show, that's at Soil Dove? Is that, is that no, Big Ten no, or is it another show? Uh, it's another joint. They'll be everywhere, Jazz joint. Mafia. Jazz, shout out to Jazz Mafia, yeah. Adam, and all of those the guys. Like, A million ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into some music. I want to get more, back more into what you guys are currently working and all that, but we want to get into some music as well. Brent Vinyl Archaeologist, Dreamville yeah. Steph in the building, TrueSchool.com for all your Bay Area events every weekend, every week, all of that stuff. You want to know what's popping, you go to TrueSchool.com, you find out what's popping free ticket giveaways all of those things just type in your email and we got you trueschooltv.com or true yeah trueschooltv.com is the one-stop shop for all your hip-hop video content music uh videos interviews blogs podcasts all of that stuff you can check it out one place only trueschooltv.com what do you got ren uh this one is the the one that i like uh from your new album Ooh. my favorite is uh live your life Oh, here we go. I just gotta be myself. It's my body and it's mine to live in. I don't wanna have to toughen up or build a thicker skin. 
Don't fight with me nah, nah. about who I am. Right. Fight with me come on. Come on. for who I am. Ooh. See me now, seeing how this is real right now, but the fade the doubt. Just believe in me, I'll be, and then you see. You hear me, then don't turn me down. Listen up. Turn me up. Better run, yeah, we gotta keep up. Time's up. Flip it up. you think is beautiful beauty is said to be in the eye and in my eye i just behold let it be known it's beautiful that how i look may change but see my heart mind spirit beautifully remains like no one really seems to mind that they don't understand and still they grind the accent what they don't under trust me they never will trust me i've been all the way there trust me it'll get better trust me it'll get better So yeah, that's a new one. Sure is. Yeah. Live I, your life. I think you were rocking that with us when we debuted it, right? At, at uh, Oakland's Art and Soul. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. With the kids. Yes. Yep. And you With know the what? Speaking of, uh, speaking of, just real quick, shout out to so Jazz Mafia. Uh, that was uh, Shannon Ivanyuk. Okay. Uh, from Jazz Mafia playing the violin. Nice. nice. Who did the beat? Uh, who did the Our beat? folks from Track or Die yeah. in Nashville. Nice. Track or Die in Nashville. Yeah. Okay. Dope, dope. Street Symphony is the lead producer there. Yeah. Okay. Track or Die is, is a group of folks. Nice. Just making. Yeah, Nash. collectives. Yes. Collectives. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I love collectives. <laughs> so it's modern, you know, like you, you, you know, those are some hard That's beats, the melody. Say, like, I, I, what I appreciate the, the most is that it's so accessible. Like, mm. it, you know what I'm saying? When you typically think about like children's music, when you think about children's hip hop, 
often you get like this idea in your head of something kind of like cheesy whatever the case is like this is just something that is specifically geared towards young people but has a has a has a relevancy is a current sound it's dope as an mc you're you're barring out still you know what i'm saying you're bringing up really important themes that kids need to be acquiesced to and understand and like learn and appreciate so that's like one that's off the rip that that's one thing that i i nice. i hear in the music you know yeah. what i'm saying that you guys aren't really compromising too much of your own selves as adults to try to do kids work you're not uh, code switching so to speak uh, you know right, what i'm saying you're, right. you're you're in your most authentic self doing this work still and it's like that's really inspirational yeah. in and of itself when we wrote that we had a, a one of our family in the room who's trans okay and he uh was sitting with us and he's a rapper you know uh, and i was like what do you want to say to five-year-old you so some of the lyrics in there mm. are straight from his mouth about what he wanted to hear as a kid, yeah. you know. Like, I'm beautiful, that beautiful part. Like, right. Yeah. The way I say I'm beautiful, not what your eyes say. Right. You know? Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. fantastic. And that line about feeling your your back against the wall. Yeah. That's me holding you up. Uh -huh. So when we perform this little Tommy, just fierce MC, right? Eleven years old yeah, when yeah, he was yeah. singing that. And we just hold him up. Mm. And that's what it should feel like for whoever these young folks are, whoever we are as humans. Totally. You got to feel like people have got your back, like really. Truly. Especially when they're coming for us. Yeah. So, I mean, support is, is, is definitely needed. Like, you know what I'm saying? I always say that hip hop is a vehicle for community. Community yes. is created through this cult, this creative medium, this creative form of expression and all of that. And if if, if nothing else, it's, it's for us to at least hold each other say i got you like you yeah. know what i'm saying and, and and i i got you creatively i got you personally like we're we're together in this and we're we're joining together linked by the music linked by these common themes and all of that how long did it take for your first album when you guys were working on your first album how long was that what was oh, that process like like take forever you know yeah. because right. we we're doing it in between getting to okay. know each other right right as you know how like when you're writing with somebody or you're like working all the jobs you work yeah but now we can write a song in like an hour we can you refine your something. like format and whatever the case yeah, yeah and we're all we're in the same pulse so you can yeah. put something on us if you want to yeah and we'll we'll dive in yeah how's this album different from your first from your previous album from Rise Shine Woke? Yeah. yeah. That's it's, a good it's, question. Um, it's uh, the next step because when we did Rise Shine Woke, we, we felt like some of the stuff we were talking about was risky. Was being like hella risky. Like what? Uh, with talking about skin color and talking about really power, uh, power and like as in systems, uh, <laughs> systems right. of power and and talking about um, really just um, things like the wall that had been potentially starting to be be built mm. and the Muslim ban that was happening and all of these things that like kids are like, I don't want to talk about our, our family's parents are like, I don't want to talk to my kids about this stuff. All of that stuff that they were scared to talk to them about police brutality, all of that. Mm. Um, we decided we were going to try to make music to do that. And that right. was that last album, the previous album, Rise, mm -hmm. Shine, Woke. And that's why we called it Rise, Shine, Hashtag, Woke. Yeah, like yeah. Wake Up. Like Wake yeah. Up, you know what I mean? Um, and it was um, a little bit before Woke became a dumb word to say. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like people would say they're woke now. You're like, okay. Well, that's because... You know? <laughs> it almost has like a stereotypical connotation yeah. to it, well, right? It's like yeah. we gave people permission to have conversations that the black community was already having with their kids. Right. And I can't speak from other cultural backgrounds because people came to us and said, we need more help. 
we don't know how to talk to our kids about what's happening to black folks in our community. So right. we in Denver, Colorado, like we had a community of families of color that was like, we need to have these conversations. How do we do it? Yeah. And um, so that's like what the woke part is. And then when people want a badge for it, my people, white people, then that's, you know, we already know what that is. That's right. something else. Like, so, okay, yeah, go even, keep going. We tackle white supremacy a little bit through but some of those lyrics. I exactly. think this album here is for folks who are so ready to love and step up and be uh, without any reward other than what love is, which is like the deepest, you know, way to love your family and and, and your your community. So that's, that's what you, this yeah, is. That's when you it's move unapologetic. From ally. We, we were looking for the allies with the last album. Right. With this album, it's the next step. So it's like, no, we need accomplices, and we need people that are going to be co-conspirators. Mm. There we and go. That's, and with, with with radical love is how we're going to do that. Yeah. Well, I'm leaving this office floating. That's <laughs> I mean. So like, fresh things would happen, like where we we learn about how to ask for one another's pronouns, right? We. And now I feel like in the same way... Yeah, this is how you introduce every show. Yeah, we start, we say our names, our pronouns, what land we're on. And we're stepping with this, you know, we're also evolving. So we're not trying to say, oh, be us. We're just saying, this is what we feel is what we want to offer at this moment. And then we get folks like producers on the album who are, you know, straight from hip hop culture who are like, I'm like, hey, what's your pronouns? Thanks for asking. Mm -hmm. I never been asked that before. Mm -hmm. And so what is that in like what evolution is there also for how you are received, right? Right. It's like, it's normalizing a new level of compassion and, and it's, empathy. It's, that's that's and the that's the new trend, you know. People are also putting their signatures on their email, right. my right. gender pronouns and stuff like that. So you guys are like pushing that. Yeah. yeah. That's what sure. I mean. It's, it's it's like when I say people are saying they're woke, then you're not actually yeah. if you're showing that you're then it's yeah, a path to be walked and not talked yeah, about right exactly. you know what I'm saying like, and exactly. pronouns are like a part of it but what we learn is like you know sometimes folks are like make it a safe space for me to even share that and sometimes we don't even need each other's pronouns just talk right, right? and love each other and listen and don't make assumptions but if you're really not making assumptions that's actually some deep stuff because then you're not going to assume oh you know white lady from Tiffany's or whatever <laughs> you know, uh, which I don't mind. You can assume everything about me. That's fine. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying it's, it's, it's Tiffany Blue. It's nice Tiffany Blue. So, so a lot of your content just comes from a lot of the feedback that you get from other folks. Like, Absolutely. and there's a need. I think there's a. I, I think there's a real big need. I think you guys tapped into a need, and I think that's that's. You guys are, are proving that time and again when you have people email you from Denver and say, "Hey, we need you guys here." Right. You guys right. are, you know, doing shows and assemblies and like. The, either the whitest neighborhoods ever or like you know what I'm saying the the, 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 the hood or whatever the case is like it, it's, it's gonna run the spectrum I think yeah. humanity in general is needed across the and board and these, right. these kids so. react they, totally they totally respond I'm just like, yeah, yeah you've been in like every community with us too Ren it's yeah. crazy yeah and it's the response is just amazing like and there's so many different instances of it and if you're like because we're so comfortable with this we're able to actually see it happening and we're not just running the show. We're not just trying to remember our line and trying to figure out what song is next and trying to do all like it's a real experience which is really dope. And the, the youth on the album, uh, Kali De Jesus and a bunch of them are actually next yeah, to Yeah, shout right out now. some of the youth that are yeah. featured on the on Maya the albums. Fleming. Yeah. Maya Fleming, Tommy the third, uh, Kali De Jesus and Lily Ellis. These youngsters are brilliant, and we already knew that because we've been rocking with them for a long time. But and how did you meet them? Oh, we just, 
I would say, you know, how do you really build a crew for real? Because, you know, there's a lot of young people in our lives, but right. some just stick and like you're there are kids there are like it's almost inseparable lily we met because she had done a show at the freight and killed it at age eight so we recruited <laughs> her to sing with us on uh rise shine woke and then it was actually really the um the album release party for rise shine woke we were like let's put on like a real we wanted to do the full-on like top-down album play you nice. know just let's make it really beautiful in that way interludes everything and this young uh dancer maya from destiny arts was a protege of samara Atkins. shout out to destiny arts yes yes yeah. and samara she was like you gotta know this young person this is my mini me she came through learned all the moves and then was a part of the crew and now we she's find solid. out she's a singer mm-hmm. killer singer and y'all do killer choreography and everything killer yeah. rapper yeah. Yeah. yeah and now you can take kali and tommy sure yeah tommy um uh, has actually informed some of our music in the past. Uh, really, when we, I was one of the parents that was having uh, this conversation about race with him because he's mm-hmm. black and he's Mexican. And right. So he was already in preschool here in the N word, kindergarten. He was told he wasn't mm-hmm. black or Mexican, or they didn't told they didn't like black people and all these things. And so we were trying to actually figure some of that out for him. And Kali happens to be his best friend. And they knew each other since kindergarten. So when they were when they did their first um, when they did their first talent show in kindergarten, they did uh, Run DMC. They did a Run <laughs> DMC song. They were like, man, 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 going back and forth with the Run DMC joint. And then the, in the first grade, they were like, Let, let's write a rap. We want to write a rap. And I was like, all right, I'll help you. I'll facilitate them doing this little rap. And then like every year, they wanted to do something. Wasn't more. it to change the world? We had yep. this song, and they wrote a rap yep. for it. And then we're like, you guys got to start performing that with us. So. Yeah. And yeah. so, and so, yeah, like, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I was getting to that one. Oh, yeah. Because uh, the second grade was when I oh, wrote okay. that one for them, and they did it in Change the World. But that rap from that, we're like, that's got to go on the album. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah, we're like, that rap has to go on the album. And so they started wow. like, really getting into it, and they were like, we want to do more. And all of them, I think it was a secret meeting that these kids had. They just came back. <laughs> and like, Yo, this is ours now. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, so they can tour kind of without us, but we want to be there and support them. And uh, that's kind of the role of where Alphabet Rockers is as a crew is like, you know, Tommy says it best about amplifying your voice because we've already had this brilliant experience of being heard, you know, and as a singer and getting on a Grammy ballot, you know, is amazing. Yeah. But who needs to be heard in the children's music space? It's not me, for sure. It is Tommy, you know? I mean, I have a voice as like a white woman who's not afraid to talk about whiteness, but we don't need to listen to that every day, right? Some of people do. <laughs> but like, who else needs to be heard? I wanna hear a non-binary singer rock their life and have some kid in in louisiana say that's me too and i might not tell anybody for a little while but i know that person loves me right and like we also want to have someone that is queer wail their ass off on a song that has nothing to do with them being queer. Say that. Mm. I'm a singer. Right, right. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna sing the hell out of this and song. That, yeah, exactly. You know? exactly. exactly. Recognize me for that before yeah, anything right. else, anything before else. you see anything else. Absolutely. That's right. So we, we, we've talked about how like the education world has, has really embraced you guys. You know what I'm saying? You guys being educated, you guys being parents, all of those things. What is your experience in terms of like the hip hop world in general, the music industry in particular, embracing your message and your narrative, your your brand? Like what, what's been your experience with that? That's great. Man, we presented it to some of the like OG hip hop management companies and they were like, this is so 
good and we don't know what to do with it because there's not the same um, financial systems to promote children's music right. in the way like it's just a different whole you know it's like a different currency actually mm. right. so we got a lot of respect like I remember I was backstage at Jimmy Fallon and mm-hmm. I got the nod, like I know Alphabet Rockers, you know. It's like, Dope. yeah, there we go. That was a, that was a, that was a flex, but it was okay. Dope. That was that was cool. That was a, awesome. was that a look? Z Steph is over hey. here laughing because she knows, like, yo, she just flexed right now. Yeah. Did she just say backstage at Jimmy Fallon right now? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah a little bit, just a little, just a little, little blip, little, little blip, a little bit. But see, yeah, that's yeah. you know, but so I people mean, recognize, but they it's like a almost like a guilty pleasure to the opposite spectrum. <laughs> Yeah, right, <laughs> like absolutely. you know, be like hella woke people. Like they still like the ratchet shit, and that's their guilty pleasure. Yeah. Right? In this case, it's like the ratchet people really like this alphabet rocker stuff, and they don't want to say. It. That's right, like, that's like you onto something. Exactly. Like, we we've been we ran into a few people at Zoo Labs that you know, uh, questionable content. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, and they were always like, "Yo, your shit is like, you know, yeah. like they're saying all these things, and then they come over to us, and they like, oh." Always wanted to do this. I got kids and this we're going to see like Alphabet Rockers action Hasbro figures. doesn't know what to do with you. They yeah, got okay. death row. They got okay. death row. They, they know what to do with Snoop Dogg's catalog. They should right. definitely know what to do with you guys. Yeah. Right. They don't know anything about what we are doing, so they can't They don't can't figure out how to steal it. Right. Ah, yeah. There you go. See, like, you know, this, you, can <laughs> make, you can make the woke, you know, puppets. I think that's about it. Yeah. yeah so here's puppets. a woke puppet. Do you guys get p- compared... And, and you can let me know if this is a fair or unfair comparison or if it's been a comparison that you've received in the past with like play, like platforms like Yo Gabba Gabba and other things. Like is that sure. is that something that you guys Choo-choo welcome? Soul. Big you know shout what I'm saying? Out. Yeah, we love we love it because anyone who's trying to create something magical for young people has a has a creativity that we totally are in in mm-hmm. tune with totally. and so what we do is actually we have bigger conversations with folks in because oftentimes it's a lot of white folks making these kind of content like let's right. talk about where do our biases come in um even if we are creating something from the purest place in our heart like that's that's may not be enough you know what i'm saying right so how can you get more diverse writers in the room how can you check yourself before you show <clears throat> up in a space to create um, a lens that you can actually see people other than yourself. Yeah. yeah and one of your co-collaborators is Genevieve from yes. Choo Choo Soul. So yes. has she get, given you some game? Oh my goodness. We wrote oh. like so many songs with her. She just had a baby nice. this week. Shout um, out to Genevieve. All types of babies you. is having like... I know. It's and they're all like, you're all, you're all Sagittarius's? <laughs> Are you? <laughs> That's funny. Holy cow. Oh, no, no. Okay. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> but I'm like, whoa, I'm, I'm a Sag with her baby. No, but yeah, yeah like I think the, the connection's amazing and it'll be fascinating. Tommy and I had a five-year plan to uh, get a TV show. So we got one more Dope. year. So okay. I think what's interesting is even in this moment, we know what we're doing is so unique. 
And so totally. why not have your own market share to create something like we're waiting for the documentary where we can tell the story of Lillian Ellis, who goes from singing in a, you know, folk music club to leading the in the Senate, talking to senators about freeing kids from detention. Mm. Yeah. You know, wow. wow. But what's so crazy and you also that- had the podcast. Yeah, we have a podcast called So Get Me. We produced five episodes, each of them features kids talking about identity and politics, essentially. Wow. I mean, because identity is politics. Exactly. It centers, so. around each, it centers around one of the songs from the previous album. Yeah. So the TV show will be kind of like an extension of the podcast. That's what or? I really think, and I think we're you know some people are like I want y'all to do a cartoon, but yeah. I think that there might be something just real people talking mm-hmm. and showing who we are, and like I think my goal has always been like, can we have an intergenerational experience where you actually see young people respecting adults and actually exchanging? Because a lot of times in TV it becomes like, hey, dad. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think TV is rooted in a lot of uh, cultural divides. I think TV yeah. is rooted in a lot of mm. just like speaking to people's echo chambers mm. of their own points of view and all of that stuff. We very rarely see, and this is, applies to hip hop just as much as every other genre of music or culture. It, it we we very rarely see that intergenerational communication, right? If we have shows about young kids, they're they're only showing young kids, and they're only showing older people in like a very demeaning way, and then the vice versa. Like when wow. young kids are, so we're never seeing always, like they're always trying to solve the problem all in one episode yeah that too that you know what i'm saying that too but you're never seeing like this this cohesion between like younger people and older people and they having good positive relationships where they're able to not it's not top down education it's like cross boundary cross generational my 13 year old son teaches me just as much as i think i teach him and my younger one teach you know like we're both evolving exactly and i think that that's that's a beautiful thing we don't have that much time left because i know they're gonna knock on our door and like give us a mean mug okay but even then like i know that he quietly curses us out every time he like has to (laughs) work you know what i'm saying um but no i mean we have some topics here i don't really want to talk about them because i want to talk to you guys but this first topic that we have here i think applies a little bit to kind of what you guys do already like so streaming and you know these streaming platforms and we were just talking about streaming platforms in general you have disney now you have netflix you have all these and you true guys school are tv about, you know what I'm saying? true school tv right so, so when you're uh, ready to launch your tv show we could host it on true school tv it's, uh, do you right. got the bag though is what they're asking what's the budget looking like Uh, i'll give you a free access (laughs) you know what i'm saying (laughs) but uh this news came out uh music streamers are debating what pop rap is thanks Mm. to spotify's rap campaign so for those who don't know spotify for the last maybe two or three years has been doing these rap campaigns where they're telling their consumers the people who are subscribers what they've been listening to over their favorite hours you know what i'm saying and they're doing the same for artists artists are being you know they're they're being told mm-hmm. exactly how many streams you've had and mm-hmm. what country you've been playing in and all of these different things but i guess the the whole conversation starts with because they've been doing these wrap ups it's been really kind of speaking to out. creating um different genres of music mm-hmm. and they're they're now categories creating a category called pop rap as opposed to like just regular hip hop or mu- like where when you guys are uh, your music i'm i'm sure is streamed on spotify where what category is it placed in? Mm. Is it children's? It's children's, yeah. So yeah. it's not hip hop. That's crazy to me. Yeah, is it like there's alone. no crossing? There's like you can't really. You can't. What? Yeah, if you they choose one for you. If you submit your music as children's or and as hip hop, and as world, they choose it for you. Mm. They go, wow. oh, uh, yeah, and they, yeah, so they choose it for you. Algorithms. 
The town is lit. The town is lit. The town is lit. That's how we know. I thought that was me playing that. <laughs> so they put they so they, damn. So that's and that, that to me is kind of unfortunate because if people are looking for hip hop, right? If they're looking for children age appropriate hip hop, and they're they're typing it in hip hop rap, yeah. they're yeah. not finding you guys. Mm. We just had this with the licensor this week. It was like I they're looking for something that sounds and I guess it's like. Interesting to hear it back. You know, pop rap wasn't the words they used. Yeah. But um, I was like, oh, here's like six songs from our catalog that would fit, you know? Yeah. But yeah, huh. it's kind of hidden. Maybe that's where we're going to head, though. But pop rap sounds like it to me. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it's rap is the antithesis of pop music. Like, so it's, now it's, that you got the Grammy nod, though, isn't it? What I heard is when you get when you get the nominated for a Grammy, now it's go time. Yeah, it is. You, you need to be doing your press, like yeah. runs and, yeah. and all that. What are you guys up to? All of that. Uh, <laughs> on top of living our lives, on top of um, still hitting up conferences that mm-hmm. we need to hit up uh, New York uh, mm. and New Orleans. New Orleans next week. What kind of conferences? We're talking to all the folks who are trying to present art to the world and letting them know like this is a what your families need like arts it's, education um like at like the big you know venues like what are the ones here like yerba buena would be one yep mm-hmm. like when you bring family audiences together like bring this kind of content to them and know like we're trying to align ourselves with social justice folks so that when we know our business partners are about the same business because mm-hmm. right. when we're talking about exchanging money we also need to know where it's coming from and going mm-hmm. and like who's so in terms of business let's, let's, you know let's, let's speak mean? about that that's a great segue so in terms of business what business do you consider you guys in are you in the music business? Are you in the education business? Are you in the children's business? What Entertainment. Entertainment? Yeah. Okay. Entertainment? Hasbro. Yeah. And then I think it's also, <laughs> I think it's like culture. We're like culture makers. Mm. So, because if again. you don't check your cultures, well, then we wouldn't be in the same room together, right? Right. And I would go on reading books that don't even show my kids people who look like them. I, I'm in a mixed heritage family. So, you know, we're going to have to change what children's culture looks like. I need to look out so that my school supports your son, you know, that there's books that look like your kids. Because exactly. if our kids don't see and hear voices of themselves, then they're erased from the system. Absolutely. Entirely. Representation so. is key. Like, I think it, it goes such a far way or such a long way, rather, um, when but it yeah, comes to But yeah, voting opens on Monday. So folks who know folks in the academy. Y'all need to get me on the Grammy board best, and stop playing with me. Best children. You on the Grammy album. board, Tommy? I'm not on the Cause board. Because I know you need two people. So you, you my homegirl now. We like yeah, best friends. Let's, <laughs> let's get it. I'm about to recommend I know other two. I'm going yeah. to start a group chat with everybody I know on the Grammy board. We got, That's right. They're going to campaign to get me on this shit. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, so yeah, thank again, Alphabet Rockers, yeah, for thanks. for rolling through. Where can people Love find y'all. you? Where can people contact you? Where can people offer uh, you all of their glad tidings and business deals? Mm. Yep. Alphabet Rockers, everything. Um, one, yeah, one word on all the socials. Yeah. And we're gonna be flying our um, folks from the album down to LA. So if you want some holiday giving, come uh, give it by Intersection for the Arts um, in San Francisco. That's our fiscal sponsor. And we could use any funds you can donate because we pretty much, we just want to take care of people. In order for the systems to change, folks who don't have access to resource need resource. So Absolutely. That's what we're about to Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Once again, Alphabet Rockets, thank you guys so much for coming through. Much appreciated. Best of luck to everything that you guys are doing. You know what I'm saying? Blessings, blessings upon blessings. It's first Friday, so Oakland is lit tonight. Yep. All types of events. Oak, uh, Come Rand- out to the layover tonight. There we go. I'm going to be Yay. spinning with Vin Rock. 
classic oh, vibes. Man. Classic. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna also be spinning for uh, Rainforest Action Network's holiday party right before that. So um, typical Ren night. You know, exactly. yeah, he gets, hustling. He gets right. busy out here in these streets. Hey I'm, man, you still doing the Wednesdays? No, 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 no. We're not doing Wednesdays. We're yeah. still doing Sundays in San Francisco. ROTC, Return to the Cypher every Sunday Ooh, night. Nice. The longest running live hip hop thing going on in San Francisco. Live MCs, DJ Kevy Kev in the mix, the Get Down Band. Act like and special know. guests, you guys just had Rozelle, so we just had Rozelle. People need to check it out. Yeah, people need to come through because you never know who's gonna show up. RZA came through on the humble. You didn't, you know what I'm saying? We didn't know who should. Like everybody just comes up and shows up and shows out, and it's a it's a, it's a great vibe. I'm laying low today. I'm low this weekend. Like, come through, low, huh? low. layover. I got songs to record. I got. I'm in, I'm in album making mode. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Okay. We call it. You know, like Lil MC, our, our artist I just produced, just produced an album today. Check that out. It's called. Punisher Volume 1, all tracks produced by yours truly. It's a five-song EP that comes with a comic book. You know what I'm saying? So it's lit. So check that out. Um, Yeah, but other than that, tomorrow... What's going on tomorrow? I'm going to go uh, live stream Chuck D at Merritt College. Oh, ooh. That's a... The hip-hop show in Berkeley. There's a hip-hop show in no, with a uh, oh with oh yeah, I'm doing the uh, Carlos uh, Infinite is doing the Telltale Heart. The Telltale Heart. Yeah, the Telltale Heart. Is that tomorrow? Yeah. Started, oh, started I'm going. I'm getting my tickets. Saturday, oh. this weekend and next weekend. Oh yeah, yeah shout out to there. MC Infinite and everything he's doing. He just put out a project too. I mean, come on, y'all. Yeah, that he come on dope. now, like it's crazy, it's crazy, it's crazy. But we out of here. TrueSchool.com for all your events. TrueSchoolTV.com for all your hip hop video content. Let's get up out of here. Rend the Vinyl Archaeologist. Unlearn the World. Dreamville Steph. Follow Catch us, us on next Instagram. Friday. You know what I mean? You know the vibes. We out of here. Peace, peace, peace.